0: Welcome to our podcast, Cry, Laugh, Eat, making friends with your emotions. Hola to all you beautiful people in Spain, especially Isabel and Jesse. My name is Helen.
1: And I'm Ruth. Kia ora to all the Kiwis out there, and hello to everyone. It's great to have you here with us today. And each week on our podcast, we shine the spotlight on one of the six core emotions, which are fear, sadness, disgust, anger. Happiness and surprise, and we explore how to make friends with them. We rotate each emotion on a six weekly cycle and we learn about the different ways they serve us. And our emotion and visitor today is anger. Before we look at making friends with anger, we felt that it might be helpful to stand back a bit and have a look at how anger can be a dictator. Because it's one of the emotions that many of us respond to in a way that can be unhealthy and isn't always helpful. And when that happens, anger is dictating to you when it becomes excessive. For example, you might find that you feel angry frequently at high levels of intensity that leads sometimes to violent or abusive outbursts or behaviours. A dictator is something or someone that rules over you with unlimited power. So when we talk about anger dictating, we're talking about anger being a real problem for you, where it actually takes over
0: and you
1: lose control.
0: And if you... Find yourself losing control regularly, wanting to lash out. If you find that your anger is at a high intensity and is harmful to you and to others, this is relationship destroying and destroys your own well being. We have no judgment for you if you're feeling that, but really encourage you to seek professional counseling and get the support you need so that you can live a healthier, happier life. And feel more comfortable with people around you and they with you.
1: Mm. Anger is something that we all might struggle with at different times in our lives. When it appears it has many different faces or you react to it differently, Mm. you might feel hurt or powerless or resentful. You might feel bitter or frustrated about something or annoyed with someone All these are the different ways that anger visits. You might feel insulted, incensed or irritated or threatened or vengeful. And all these
0: feelings are anger-based. And we've introduced the idea of the dictator to you, the dictator's side of anger. We want to show you also the friend side of anger. And from our book, Making Friends With Your Emotions, the emotion anger says something really interesting as a friend. This is what anger says in our book. quote "I am not here to crush you or others. I am here to empower unquote that is
1: such a powerful statement. Helen. Mm. I really love that statement from anger, but what does
0: it mean? in my experience working with people in counseling particularly with couples and often in families, when anger arises, the first reaction is to slam the other person down. And, and sometimes people get vengeful and want the other person to, to, yeah, suffer. to suffer.
1: Because if they're feeling hurt or pain, then they want to hurt the other person. And that's what we mean when we talk about crushing, crushing. others. And it actually crushes you as well because it diminishes and damages or injures your relationship with that person and you're part of that relationship. So you're crushing yourself as well.
0: That's right, and crushing will never empower. It doesn't empower you. It may feel good for a moment, but it actually doesn't empower you and it sure as heck will never empower the other person. There's nothing good to be gained ...from crushing, Mm. just a reminder that anger as a friend never crushes you, yourself or anyone else.
1: Mm. It's a friend that helps you to stand firm... ...while maintaining your self-respect and respect for others.
0: That's wonderful and that's what is empowering. That's what it means by I'm here to empower because it empowers you Mm. and other people... Something to know about anger is that it isn't bad to feel it because we everybody will feel it. There are things in life that make us feel angry. It's how we respond to that anger.
1: It's how we display that anger, isn't it?
0: Exactly.
1: Because the actual emotion, like you said, Helen, I love what you said, is that it's normal to feel that. You mm. need anger to alert you when something is unfair or something is wrong.
0: And that's great that you say that because that's another quote from our book, which anger says, I am here to alert you when something is unfair or wrong. So we need that. That's Mm -hmm. an important thing in life. We Mm -hmm. need to know what's unfair and what's wrong. There are different types of anger. And as a friend, anger is assertive. Assertive anger is healthy when. Anger encourages you to be assertive and stand up for what is right. That's Mm. healthy. It's expressing your anger about an issue Mm. in a non-threatening, calm, confident way. You explain your perspective on the situation and you may even suggest how you'd like it to be in the future or what you could see would be a solution.
1: It's a respectful response to something that you feel passionate about. It's an active response, like we said, to something that's unfair or wrong. So if anger was to speak, it might say something like, I am against that Mm -hmm. and I am taking this active stance to say that I do not agree or I do not appreciate what you said or I don't like what's happening. And I oppose it because it's important
0: to me and it's wrong. And, and nothing you just said was crushing. It's simply standing for what is right for you. An example might be if you were spending time with a friend and they um, carelessly spoke ill of somebody you love dearly. That may make you feel angry and that's okay to feel angry about that because you love that person and they've been spoken ill of. To respond with assertiveness, you may say something like, I feel angry when you speak like that about this person that I love. And I'm asking you, please don't speak like that. I've actually been in a situation
1: like that, Helen. Have you? Yes, where somebody was speaking ill of my son, someone at church. Mm. My son was 14 at the time and he was A wonderful child, I believe. (laughs) Of course. But anyway, this person was saying things that were negative about my son and I was fuming. And thank goodness we were in the chapel, otherwise I probably would have poked her in the eye with (laughs) a very sharp pencil. That would have been anger (laughs) as a dictator. But I was, I, I guess, collected enough to say to her, look, I respect your right to have your opinion about my son but I do not appreciate you saying that to me. Mm. I don't want to be part of that. Mm. And said that I loved him and that was that.
0: That's great. That is assertively expressing anger. Oh, I did it. You did a really (laughs) good job. This Polynesian girl did it (laughs) without any physical. (laughs) (laughs) That is anger as a friend. It helps you see what is important to you and to stand up for it. Mm. As a dictator, it might have been the pencils. (laughs) So that's great. That's assertive. That's a- assertive, anger. yes. Mm. And now there's passive aggressive anger and this is leading into anger being a dictator. And is this the crushing part? Yeah, this is the crushing Ruth likes this, this is the crushing part. Yeah, this <laughs> is the crushing smiling. part. It's when we, and now everybody may relate to this a little, but it's when we hold in our anger we don't express it we hold it in we fume we start undermining that person in our mind it doesn't give the other person the opportunity to fix the situation because they may not even know what they've done you may start avoiding them you may not speak to them anymore you're silently punishing them your resentment will be building more and more Mm -hmm. you may even start speaking ill of them to other people, to try to relieve your tension and to get it out. But nothing here actually gets dealt with. I've actually felt that too, Helen. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, laughs> so have I. That.
1: <laughs> and you know what? It hurts you. It does. It crushes you. It certainly crushes me when I'm holding that anger inwardly. Yeah, it's not a good thing, and I can feel my blood pressurizing. I can feel the tension in my body. It really
0: isn't healthy. It isn't. I think most of us will have experienced this this passive aggressive feeling within us. And the thing to remember is the other person has really no idea what's going on inside if you can't express it healthily. So this is when anger starts to really become a dictator and crush and crush and if we move on there's another there's level there's <laughs> another level where anger becomes a very powerful dictator
1: it becomes an enemy doesn't it it
0: really becomes an enemy and this is called aggression and you may be lashing out you can't control your emotions you may be hurting other people with words physical force You really are crushing others. And like Ruth said, in the passive aggressive, you're actually crushing yourself as well. You're destroying relationships, which will have a big impact on every area of your life. This is a true dictator. And if you feel you're at this, I really encourage you to get help. There are tools out there to help you so that you can have a more peaceful and connected life with others and yourself?
1: Sometimes, and realistically, anger is really difficult to control or respond to in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. And we've talked a little bit about how it's a dictator, but also, more importantly, how it can become a friend. But even with all that, it's a lifetime process sometimes to be able to become friends with anger and to see why it is a friend. And you need a neutral place sometimes while you're sorting through that. In fact, you need a neutral place with all the emotions.
0: Mm. That neutral place, we give it a little name and we call it the space. And it comes from a concept that a psychologist, Viktor Frankl, developed after some of his own... Tragic life experiences in a Nazi concentration camp. He said, between any situation that happens and how we respond to that situation, we can create a space. What often happens is a situation happens and bang, straight away we respond. But he taught about creating a space so that rather than reacting, a situation we can actually respond so when something happens if you can give yourself some space that may mean walking away from the situation leaving the room doing housework (laughs) we used to get really annoyed with George
1: (laughs) if you visited when the house was spotless you know why
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> whatever you know your space will be. Some people might like music, some people need to run, some people need to walk, some people need to go to their room, slam the door and have some um, quiet time, what, whatever that is. But in that quiet time, you let your emotions settle and you give yourself space to respond rather than react. And mm. what we've talked about in other podcasts is finding the message in the emotion So, if you were giving yourself space with anger, you've got to ask yourself, what's the message that anger has for me? Why do I feel so angry about this? And then, when you know what the message is, you can then ponder, okay, what are my choices now? If I'm going to respond rather than react, what choices do
1: I have? And sometimes that first choice might be the space. Yeah, that's a great point. Hmm the first choice might be the space because you're feeling so intensely upset or offended or hurt,
0: mm, you and know, goodness.
1: and so rather than lash out and allow anger to dictate to you and crush you and others and in, in, in turn your relationship, you can make a choice to create a little space for you mm. so you can settle all those
0: feelings. I, I love that, Ruth. If you're with someone, you can say, oh, I'm just feeling too angry to talk right now. I'll come back mm. in a little while. What Ruth just said shows anger as a friend. It's alerted you that you're not feeling okay about this and you need some space to think.
1: Mm. And you need to do something about it. It's actually notified you yeah. that something is not fair and it's wrong. Mm. And it's really important to you, which is why you can get so heated sometimes. If you would like to know more about the emotions, we have a book called Making Friends With Your Emotions where each of the emotions shares why they're here for you and how they serve you.
0: Thanks for joining us today. hope you've enjoyed our episode on anger. You can find links to us in our show notes, to our website, to our book. And social media we we'll look forward to talking with you next week. Remember that we will talk more about anger and all
1: the other emotions on a rotational basis. Yes so give yourself the gift of time this week it's
0: free <laughs> <laughs> welcome
1: to- <laughs> Emotion and visitor today is anger. What?
0: (laughs) Sorry, I was trying to be angry.